Kari Frazier here at the Tech Economy Detroit 2014 conference on behalf of Michigan Citizen Newspaper and also Detroit is Different blog. And I have Justin Fox, who is the New York editor of the Harvard Business Review. How are you? I'm doing well, Kari. Great okay. To be here. I have a fresh question for you that I'm starting off with everything. Everybody. Now, technology is something that is definitely a big digital divide, especially in inner cities. How do you feel that something can be impactful? And I'm gonna start that question by more so saying, being in New York, how has technology affected your family right there in New York? I mean, just really simple, basic things like my kid sending little texts when he gets off the subway on the way to school so mm -hmm. we know he's getting there, which isn't very high technology, but wasn't done 10 years ago. Um, definitely, you know, using Uber or Lyft or something to catch a cab. I mean, it's funny, otherwise you look at, like the apartment I live in isn't significantly different from when it was built 100 years ago. It has a few more electrical outlets, um, but that's about it. So it, this this transformative effect of technology, it's, it's definitely having mobile devices, it definitely changes how I do my job as an editor, um, but it, they're, they're just huge parts of life that it hasn't changed that much. And I think the digital divide comes into that where I, I think the more you're able to spend on it and you know retrofit your house and live with lots of fancy devices and complete connectivity, it changes your life more than if you can't afford any of that stuff. Okay, now there are many people that can't afford that, especially here in the city like Detroit. Um, they list the unemployment, as they said, 16.9%. I really don't follow those figures because to be unemployed, you have to have lost a job within a recent amount of time, and there's a lot of people that just give up. So it doesn't even include those. Now, being that you touch on this, how do you feel that some people like that could get access to this, that they're just missing out on so much of this technology? I mean, one of the wonderful things about digital technology over the last 30 years is it it keeps, it, in one sense, it keeps getting cheaper in that you can, like, you know, I can do as much with this little iPhone in my mm -hmm. pocket that costs a couple hundred dollars that, you know, a mainframe computer that cost thousands and thousands years ago could do. So in one, that creates this great opportunity. I mean, I think the reality of making money as a company like Samsung or Apple, though, is you, you keep upgrading your devices. So even though, you know, they could make iPhones of the quality of whenever they started six or seven years ago, I don't even know now anymore, you know, they could probably sell those for five bucks but they don't because they don't see a business in it. I, I mean, I, I think there's a really interesting opportunity for is there a way, because clearly these technology companies that are trying to take money, make money, they're, they're gonna focus on people who have lots of money to spend, but the, those same mechanisms are driving the capabilities of the technology forward so fast that it ought to be possible to create things that allow people to be connected with very little money. Mm -hmm. And and also by you know using to some extent and we had I was talking on stage with um, Gabriela from the laboratory of the city in Mexico City where there's big effort there so so that most of the big public spaces have free Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and and so there are opportunities there but it it does seem like at some level the market is is failing there to a certain extent that if you if 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 your income is really low you can't afford the tools 
that allow you to connect to the economy and maybe raise your income. I think that's a real problem. Okay, now, being something like the Business Review, and it's covered, I've read it a couple times, it covers a lot of different things that are happening in business, definitely into technology and just the trends and technology's impact on business. How do you feel that over time, just moving into the future, technology will impact business coming like in our near future, and will it make it more accessible, more so for all Americans, not just people in inner cities, but just all Americans, or will it continue to level the playing field globally for everybody to get into this business market? Um, I, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it seems like at one level there are all these things that technology does that makes it easier for new people to jump into a market and mm -hmm. get in there. But then you look at Google and it's kind of pure technology and yet no one else has been able to jump into that space. It's got mm -hmm. this, it, it's monopoly over search. It seems stronger than ever. Um, so I don't think there's this automatic thing where technology just automatically liberates and levels the playing field. It just, what it does is it kind of tears apart old structures that were there. I mean, I come from the media industry. Before I was at Harvard Business Review, I worked at Time and Fortune magazines. 15, 20 years ago, those were these incredibly wealthy uh, organizations that seemed impregnable. Now they're in real trouble. Um, so at one sense, that creates an opportunity. Big old institutions fall apart. But I don't think there's any guarantee that the new institutions and the new things that come along are actually going to be all that much fairer and more open. I think that takes actual concerted action. And I, and I do think that's why it, it's nice to see at a conference like this that there is this sense that, okay, you need business because business is sort of what pushes things forward and changes the world. But at the same time, all by itself, if people are just out there to try to make money and, and you know, maximize the profits at their individual businesses, that doesn't actually end up fixing every problem. You need government, you need civil organizations to kind of deal with some of those things. Okay, and then I'm gonna leave you with this question. As you see some of these changes happening with technology and with business, what are you most excited about seeing that you've seen that you thought that, okay, this is something that more people can get involved with, and this is something that I'm excited about, my family takes to it. Like, what is it that you say, I like where this is going? Well, what I like is that you're sitting here with your laptop and a couple okay. of microphones that probably did not cost a huge amount of money, nah. and you're able to put on this broadcast podcast that's mm -hmm. you know as high quality as most radio broadcasts, and, I mean, there's a huge, to me, that's wonderful. And that's one of the things that's made me happiest about the last 20 years or so in sort of my business. That there are these opportunities for people out who, you know, didn't go through every step of the normal structure, to, you know, to get a job at a radio station and then persuade mm -hmm. the radio station to give you some time and et cetera. And, and that, and that, that is going to continue. And that's great. And there's huge opportunity for positive change that way. So that continues. And, you know, I... I like that I can create things more individually than I could before when I always had to go through my newspaper or when I worked in newspapers or my magazine. Um, so yeah, that's what excites me the most. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Kari.